The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's jazz it up. Let's all get together now. Welcome to the Laura Theodore Podcast. You may know me from my popular television show, Jazzy Vegetarian, where I feature easy and delicious vegan recipes, along with tips for living a kinder, plant-based life. Now I invite you to join me here each week, where I'll welcome amazing guests to share upbeat and informative conversations featuring motivational lifestyle advice and nutritional guidance, plus lots of jazzy-licious recipe ideas. It's all served up with sensational music on the side. Music! So let's get talking. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Laura Theodore Podcast. I am your host, Laura Theodore. I'm so excited that you have chosen to listen to this program today because, you know, I'm thinking about it. It still kind of is the new year, isn't it? And in the new year, of course, we all want to be healthy. Health is first on our minds. But we all maybe want to get in shape too. So that's why I'm so excited that the sexy, fit vegan herself, Ella Majors, is going to join us today. And she's going to talk about the real reason that veganism is becoming so popular. Very excited to have her on this program today. And meanwhile, of course, I'm sending good wishes to you and to your loved ones for a healthy and a happy day. And I hope that this podcast today will uplift you a little bit and give you some information that might even entertain you. Mm -hmm. Later on in the show, of course, I've got my recipe of the week. It's a good one, a nice winter recipe for you today, folks. But meanwhile, let's get on with the show. It is now my great honor to welcome Ellen Majors, who is the founder of Sexy Fit Vegan, and she is changing the way the world views veganism. Ella is a world-leading fitness trainer, maverick of wellness, and animal rights advocate, building the bridge between veganism, advocacy, and systemic reform in order to shift the market and accelerate organizational change. Ella has been named Top 50 Trainers in America by Shape Magazine, along with various other credits received from Fame Fitness World Championships. And I'd like to welcome her to the show right now. How are you today, Ella? I'm doing fantastic, Laura. How are you? 
I am doing great. I am so happy you are here because you do so much for the body, the earth, and the animals, which is what being vegan really is all about. And so I'm just so absolutely honored to have you on this program today. So thanks for being with us. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me. I know you've been vegan for quite a while and you have been helping to marry veganism with keeping fit, which is something that is so exciting and really so needed now in today's world and the way the world is these days. Just talk a little bit about your philosophy on why veganism has become so popular, particularly in the past few years. Yeah, well, you know, I went vegan a long, long time ago, and when I went vegan, there was very little information that was really uh, accessible, Uh, so I had to really dig to get information about everything from, you know, what the the farming looks like to the health uh, aspect, and the last few years, things have just really started to explode, which is so exciting. And more information is getting out there about all the benefits of living a vegan lifestyle. And everyone comes at it, you know, from a, from a different place, from a different angle. And I really like to try to meet people where they are. So some people are coming, coming into it because um, of health reasons and understanding, starting to understand that animal products contain cholesterol and plant products don't. So you're not going to get any dietary cholesterol by, uh, by eating vegan. And a lot of people are, you know, uh, heart disease and, and dying from cardiovascular disease is, you know, it's, those numbers are going up. So as people get sicker, they're looking for new ways to get healthier. And that's going vegan is certainly one of them. And also some people come into it um, for the animals and, and we are exposing more of, you know, the, the awful um, conditions of factory farms and what animals are going through and what that means uh, for the earth as well and the, and the planet and with climate, climate change happening. So mm-hmm, obviously, mm-hmm. so there's just, I mean, there's so many reasons uh, to start at least moving in that direction and people are starting to, to understand that, right? Yeah, totally. You know, I mean, everybody's focus right now is on, I want to stay healthy. I want to stay healthy. I mean, health is wealth. That saying has been around for a very, very long time. But I think now people are really saying, oh, man, I get where that saying came from. That's really, really true. It's what it's all about. Health for our body, health for the earth, health for the animals. But more now than any any time, I think, in, in a very, very long time, uh, certainly during yours and mine lifetime, uh, you know, health is wealth. Being healthy is the number one thing. So that brings me to my next question. Why did you come up with the name Sexy Fit Vegan in the first place? Yes. Well, fitness is certainly one of my passions. Animals is are number one, and fitness is a close second. Um, so... When I decided that, hey, you know, this is the time to start this brand. How am I gonna? How am I gonna spin it? This was back in 2013 when things were just starting to, you know, get popular. And so I said, well, you know what? Everybody, everybody wants to be fit and healthy and and sexy and feel sexy. And this isn't, you know, something that I've gotten a little criticism with the sexy word lately. Um, but it's really about feeling 
feeling good and feeling energized and feeling like your best self from the inside out. And so I wanted a brand that, that really was um, very positive in, in how it was presented and showing people that you can have it all. You can be fit, you can be healthy, you can be lean, you can be strong, uh, all on plants. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and I love the name because everybody wants to feel just a little bit sexy. And like you said, that word can have a lot of different connotations, just feeling good about yourself, being proud of yourself, feeling just energized and, and, and feeling fit. And of course, having that along with being vegan or uh, moving towards a plant-based diet, which a lot of people are trying to do these days. So that gets me to my next question. You talk about elevate your education. I love that line. I had never heard that before. And you say that it's important to elevate your education in order to succeed at transitioning to a vegan diet. And please share that with us. Yeah, well, I mean, we have to be knowledgeable, number one, about about nutrition and plant-based nutrition. And a lot of the information out there, you know, like I said, has been skewed, um, but now it's becoming more and more popular and more and more information is getting into the mainstream. And people like Dr. Uh, Michael Greger with his nutritionfacts.org and really getting the research out there. So it's really important to, to, first of all, just understand, have a basic understanding of nutrition and why, why it's so healthy to eat a diet that's exclusively plants and all the nutri- nutrients that come along with that and understanding the whole protein myth that we need so much protein. I mean, I don't know anybody who knows another human being that has been hospitalized for protein deficiency, not, not around here, right? It's more, um, you know, in, in other parts of the world where uh, people are calorically uh, have deficit. So, um, so, yeah, so we, understanding that is the first step. There's lots of steps, but, but understanding nutrition is very foundational, I think I think it is important. I think it's important to uh, know that, you know, just the basics, like you were saying, and then kind of go from there. And then we go and we say, well, why am I going to do this? And am I going to transition over a short period of time by, uh, you know, just going vegan quickly? Or am I going to just start adding one plant-based meal, vegan meal to my weekly menu plan? How am I going to do this? And Today we're talking about with the amazing, the incredible Ella Majors, and uh, you can learn more about Ella after the program today. Don't go there now, but after the program, do visit SexyFitVegan.com, and you can learn all about the amazing things that Ella does for being vegan, fit, and just a little bit sexy. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Now, on my show and my books, I've talked over and over and over and over again about seeing that rainbow of colors on your plate. And once you've got that rainbow of colors, either just on your plate or throughout the day, you've eaten them in all different color palettes, then you're starting to be very successful. And I love the way that you say it. You say, how do you thrive on a variety of vegetables, fruits, legumes, nuts, seeds, and whole grains? But I love the way you put it, thrive on a variety. How do you do that in your personal life? And how do you suggest that others start that kind of um, eating going when they're transitioning or continuing on a vegan diet? Yeah, so there's there's this whole world of plant foods out there that most people don't even know about because they're so in this bubble of, you know, here I'm going to have my, my chicken and, you know, the things that are traditionally part of the American, standard American diet. So what I like to do is talk about adding to your plate as opposed to focusing on what you're taking off. And so you can start to explore and really yeah. have a mindset that's adventurous and say, wow, there might be all sorts of foods that I don't even know about. So let me, let me explore these. Let me start adding those to my plate. And every week, adding something new. And as you kind of add new things that are amazing and beautiful and delicious, then you're going to be pushing the other things off that plate until you've got a plate full of colorful uh, variety of all those different types of, of plant foods with all the different types of nutrients that you get in that's so important why we're talking about, you know, variety so that you can get all those different types of, of nutrients in. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, you know, I really, I really am into intuitive eating. So I really like to help people kind of get back in touch with their body and their body signals. We're so programmed to follow diet plans and to listen to, you know, these experts who are saying all sorts of different things that can be very overwhelming. Um, so to really get to a place where you're, you're understanding how food's affecting you and, and you can kind of create a balance that way that really works best for your unique body because everybody runs a little bit different and everybody, you know, does a different exercise um, exercise habits and there are things that uh, are just different for everybody. So mm-hmm. being able to really be in tune with, with what your body needs, our bodies are so smart. We're just taught not to listen to them. Yeah. You know, that's a really good point. And I do agree with you 100% because you'll hear all these different things in the news and, and in, uh, you know, nutritional education. And they'll say, this is good for you. This is good for you. This is bad for you. Well, some of us, perhaps something that is considered good for us, even in the vegan community, perhaps it's something that we don't digest that well or that we can't do that well with. I mean, for example, uh, you and I talked about this on your fantastic podcast that everybody must listen to you know, that, that a lot of people are having to eat not only vegan, but gluten-free these days. So if you can't eat wheat, well, then just be like, I love the word you're using, intuitive about it and, and kind of make it work for the way your body works and your appetite works. Is that kind of what you're saying? Am I getting that right? Yeah, Laura, that is, that's exactly what I'm saying. Everybody's body, you know, has different a little bit different digestion and there's just so many factors that go into, um, you know, how foods affect different people. So yes, absolutely. You've got that just right. 
Fantastic. Now, I was so absolutely blown away and impressed when I was reading all about all the amazing things that you do and have done. And you have a master's in social work. That really interests me personally because my sister has a master's in social work and works very hard as a social worker and does very, very good things for a lot of people. And and of course, there's not a great big payback with that. You know, she's just really dedicated to it. So how has your master's in social work helped to shape your present business? Yeah, it really helped me a lot in my coaching business. Uh, So I come from a, a strengths perspective when it comes to social work and counseling. And that means basically we're focusing on, on people's strengths. And that's something that we really do in coaching rather than traditional talk therapy where there's a lot of focus on the past. Uh, so this is all about helping somebody really own their power and be able to make conscious and mindful choices about what they eat every day, but also being able to set boundaries and uh, have better communication with the people around them which can really help when you're starting to change your way of of living and you have maybe a significant other that's not ready to make those changes. There's just, there's a lot of emotional uh, aspects to making this transition. And then, and then the, yeah, interpersonal relationships can get tricky. So all of that education on, um, helping people, counseling people from a strengths perspective has really paid off in helping people in my coaching. I love that. I really love that. Now, I'm going to ask you about three different things that are related to veganism, and you're going to just give me some kind of just quick answers of what you think the most important answer is to these uh, three things. So how does veganism benefit the body? Veganism provides the body with nutrients in its whole packaged form as nature intended with all the nutrients that we need to be healthy and feel good and uh, prevent disease. Love it. How does veganism benefit the earth? Yes. uh, When we get rid of animal agriculture, we really um, save the planet by taking back all that land that is being used for grazing and uh, for the crops that feed those animals. We can plant so many more trees. We can start to heal our planet uh, as some more people go vegan and stop the demand for animals. So true. I love it. love the way you put that. And the third one, how does veganism benefit the animals? Well, I have to say for people that are really looking to make that transition, being able to move through the world knowing you're not not contributing to the suffering and death of other living sentient beings um, is such a wonderful place to be, a wonderful way to live. And it's on a spiritual level, um, you know, that's, it's 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 big when you start to know that you're making a positive impact and in, in saving the lives of animals. Beautiful. So perfectly said. Wow. Amazing. Well, I know that after listening to this program today, many, many people are going to want to learn so much more about you, and they might even want to learn a little bit more about your coaching courses. And I hope you could just take a minute and talk a little bit about the variety of coaching courses that you offer. 
Yes, absolutely. We've got we've got a lot of resources for a sexy fit vegan. We have what's called the Vegan Life Coach Academy, and in that we have some intensive coaching programs like our eight week intensive coaching program that really helps people not only transition to veganism but also to build a healthy relationship with their bodies, with food, with themselves. Uh, and then we've got my podcast, of course. And we've got some products out as well, um, some books, a guide, new guidebook that we just put out. Um, that's a very small investment that is very thorough and has meal plans and um, suggestions for workout plans and really helps people get, get started on this journey. Fantastic. We are speaking with the amazing Ella Majors. You can learn more about Ella after this program today at SexyFitVegan.com. That's SexyFitVegan.com. Well, this went by just so, so quickly. But before you leave us today, I have to know from you, if someone's listening today and they're saying, man, you know, everything that Ella and Laura are saying really, really makes a lot of sense. And I want to start on a path to becoming vegan today, but I just, I don't know how the heck to start. What's the first thing someone should do if they're looking to become plant-based, add more vegan meals into their weekly menu plan? I would say, Laura, to find a community of people to be to surround yourself with is really, really important um, because you're going to get lots of uh, not only support but advice from lots of different people who have done it as well. And like we talked about, everybody's unique. So the more ideas you can have, um, the better. And then, like I said also, to not, not think so much about what you're giving up, but to really make that little mindset shift and say, this is, this is a new adventure. I don't have to do this overnight. I'm going to do this one step at a time. I'm going to find some new friends along the way, and I'm going to make this, make this fun and enjoyable, not, not a source of stress. I love that. That's the first time I've ever had that particular answer to that question, and I think it's brilliant. Ella, we're going to have to do this again. I think you're amazing, and it's just been such a pleasure and an honor speaking with you today. Laura, I feel the same. Thanks so much for having me on. was the one and only the fabulous Ella Majors and you can learn more about Ella at sexyfitvegan.com that's sexyfitvegan.com check it out after the program today it's time for the news the news this week Laura's well, in jazzy news this week, hey, it's almost here. You can now order a signed copy of Easy Vegan Home Cooking at jazzyvegetarian.com. Man, this has been a long time coming for this book, but it is a good one. It is filled with yummy quick recipes that are all vegan and gluten-free too. So many of you have requested a book filled with, of course, vegan recipes, but also all recipes that are gluten-free. And this one really hits the mark, folks. So I hope you'll pick up a copy. All the recipes are also created to please vegans, vegetarians, and omnivores alike. It's a great book. So you can pick it up at jazzyvegetarian.com. That's jazzyvegetarian.com. Of course, if you get the book there, 
I'll sign it for you. Uh, so that's something extra special. And you can purchase it on Amazon and anywhere that fine books are sold as well, if you prefer. And oh yeah, if you go to jazzyvegetarian.com, of course, you can get a lot of great recipes. You can watch videos, see tips, get all the recipes from all the seasons of our PBS program. Plus, you can get our Best of Jazzy Vegetarian DVD and all my music CDs. So do check it out after the program. Ah, Speaking of Jazzy Vegetarian on public television, it continues to air all across the nation. And we're in season nine of Jazzy Vegetarian now. Wow, can you believe it? It's on the Create Channel every Sunday and Monday. And this weekend features the perfect winter supper menu. It's soup, salad, and dessert. So I invite you to check it out and tune in this weekend. To learn more about Season 9, just visit jazzyvegetarian.com. And I know you've been waiting for it. It's my recipe of the week. Vegan and delicious. My recipe of the week. And here it is. It's the soup from this week's television show on Create. And it's my red lentil and baby bok choy soup. I came up with this one day when I had some baby bok choy that I really needed to use up. And I had red lentils and I wanted to make soup. (laughs) As simple as that. And it's really a good one. So, so easy. It's really robust, but it's delicate at the same time. And you can adjust these flavors to suit your family's tastes. When I'm going over the recipe now, you'll you'll see what I mean. Uh, There are a lot of substitutes you can make if you want to create your own uh, taste profile for this recipe. Now, this recipe makes six servings, and of course, you can find this recipe at jazzyvegetarian.com, and you can find it under show 906. That's show 906. You're going to start off with one and a quarter cups of red lentils, sorted and rinsed, And you may be saying, hmm, I'm a little bit overwhelmed with lentils. How do you sort them? And of course, we know how to rinse them. But all I do is I pour the red lentils out into a baking tray or baking sheet, something that's nice and flat. And I just look through and see if there's any little stones or pieces of dirt or funny looking lentils. I take those out. That's all you have to do. Very, very easy. And then you put them in a small screened colander and you're going to rinse them out, rinse them pretty well, and then just throw them in the pot. So you're going to start off with one and a quarter cups of the sorted and rinsed red lentils, then one large can, about 28 ounces or so of diced fire roasted tomatoes with juice. If you don't have the fire roasted tomato variety, no worries, just use the regular ones. You can even use the ones that are seasoned with basil as well. But of course, always get the BPA free cans. That's a great jazzy tip. Then two and a half to three cups of sliced baby bok choy stalks. And this is going to be from about two large heads or three to five small heads of baby bok choy, three quarters of a cup of chopped red or sweet onion, one heaping tablespoon of mild curry powder. Now this is where you really can change it up. 
If you want to make this soup kind of have an Italian flair, you're going to use one heaping tablespoon of an Italian seasoning blend. So this is where you can really personalize the recipe to suit you and your family's individual tastes. So that's a great jazzy tip. Then one tablespoon of extra virgin olive oil, one tablespoon of gluten-free tamari, or you can use coconut aminos if you want it to be soy-free, half a teaspoon of garlic powder, six cups of water, and then two cups of firmly packed, thinly sliced baby bok choy leaves. Those are from the tops of the heads of those two large heads of bok choy, baby bok choy, of course, or three to five small heads of baby bok choy. And then a little salt to taste. One little tip about cutting bok choy. You want to take the bok choy and slice it right up to the bottom of where those green leaves start. You're going to rinse them really, really well because bok choy can have kind of a sandy grit to them. So you want to make sure you rinse them very well before you use them in any recipe. And then the leaves, you're going to chop separately and you're going to chop them kind of like you would basil or some type of large leafed herb. And you just stack them on top of one another, roll them up like a cigar and slice them straight across. Great way to chop up baby bok choy leaves. So you're going to put the lentils, the tomatoes, the baby bok choy stalks, the onion, the curry powder, olive oil, tamari, garlic powder, and water in a large soup pot. Cover and bring to a simmer over medium-high heat. And then you're going to decrease the heat to medium-low, cover and simmer, stirring occasionally for 50 minutes to an hour. And you're going to add those sliced baby bok choy leaves and cook it for about 10 minutes more, maybe 15 minutes more until those leaves are nicely wilted. Taste, add more salt if you like, and serve. That's the whole deal. So it's really, really easy, really, really quick. A great weeknight soup for winter suppers, red lentil and baby bok choy soup. And you're going to find that recipe at jazzyvegetarian.com. That's jazzyvegetarian.com under show 906. That's show number 906. Well, music today, it's a fun and festive track from the Golden Earring CD that I recorded with the late, great guitarist Joe Beck. And this CD was a tribute to the incredible Peggy Lee. It's a snappy tune called You Was Right, Baby. Now listen here. You said someday you'd turn the tide That I'd be laughing on the other side And you was right, baby Baby, you were so right You said someday the worm would turn I had some lessons that I had to learn And you was right, baby so right I gave you a story You gave me the gate I wish you'd come back But you say it's too late I look kinda silly All in the sack But I guess I'll hold it Until you come back You said someday You'd pass me by That I'd be telling you Just one too many lies And you was right, baby Baby, you was so right 
gave you a story, you gave me the gift. I wish you'd come back, but you say it's too late. I look kind of silly, old in the sack, but I guess I'll hold it until you come back. You said someday you'd pass me by, that I'd be telling you just one too many lies, and you was right. Featuring the great late Joe Beck, and of course yours truly, and that's from the Golden Earrings CD. It was on the uh, is on the Wailing City Sound label, and you can purchase a signed copy at the Wailing City Sound site, or you can purchase a signed copy at JazzyVegetarian.com. Very proud of that CD. Such great music, and uh, Joe was just he was the best guitarist ever. You want to check out his his music. Uh, really, really great. Well, as always, I want to thank you so much for being with me today. It's such an honor that you choose this podcast to listen to. And do tune in next week. But until then, be happy, be healthy, and be well. From me, Laura Theodore, a.k.a. The Jazzy Vegetarian. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.